Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. I believe we're not trying to reinvent the message. Uh, as people have been very quick to tell us, we, we've gone below 50% of people that claim to be Christian in the most recent survey in our nation. It's probably actually in terms of committed believers, somewhere like 6 or 7%. So we've got a lot of work to do. And the Christmas story stands on its own. It's the greatest story that's ever been told. We're going to have to reinvent it and, and come up with something, frankly, weird. Peace, hope, joy and love are the four major themes of Christmas. And during Advent, and some people really engage with Advent in terms of their spirituality, these are the four themes that work through. So, peace. And as I was thinking about the message... I was thinking about where to go, and I'm going to try and illustrate to you that peace became the standout word for me. And here's three or four reasons why. Could I have the first photograph, Chad? Thank you. So this photograph was recently one of the photographs of the year in Time magazine, and Christian mentioned in his video, Ukraine. And just over 300 days ago, on the 300th day, you probably saw this week, President Zelensky was in the White House. Um, here we've got a very emotive uh, photograph of a mum uh, on a train being bid farewell by a fighting husband. And, of course, it took us all, in one sense, by surprise. But earlier this year, you know, aggressors moved into a peaceful nation... And now, right across Europe and beyond, we've got the great Ukrainian diaspora of women and children. The men have stayed back to fight, and still it goes on. It broke peace, and we're all impacted. We've prayed for Ukraine many times in our prayer Zoom, and one or two of the people that have led have been uh, open enough to say that sometimes we almost feel fatigue in it. How, how much do we keep praying? How long do we keep going? And I just want to encourage you in your own personal world and in our prayer Zoom as we go into 2023 to keep praying for this nation. And this morning I've written down a little prayer and I'm not asking you to close your eyes, but I wonder if you'll join with me for a moment as I pray for Ukraine. Father, we yet pray for a sudden supernatural ending to the conflict in Ukraine. That peace, the peace of your kingdom would reign again In Jesus' name, amen. And then the next photograph, this is uh, Sharon in holiday mode. And uh, let me take you back to that gorgeous summer. And uh, we were were down in Wales seeing our family. And uh, then we had two or three days in Tenby. And just off the the southwest Welsh coast, and just off Tenby, you've got to get a boat to get there. You can go to Caldy Island. And on Caldy Island, there is still a praying community. Now... Do they express their spirituality in the way that I do? No. Do I think that you need to go to some, what will now be bleak little island to prove that you can get closer to God? No. But the reality is that these men that meet and live and work together pray. And uh, there we go. Next slide. On the island, there were a number of these. They're prayer towers. And I went in that. There was an open Bible. There was a prayer stool and there was a book to say where you'd come from. And I wrote in it, Isaiah 52.8, where it calls the watchman to stand 
and bring their voice to God. And watchmen speak of prayer in the scriptures. I'm glad I belong to a praying community here in Arena. And just as we're saying thanks this morning, thanks for everybody that's engaged in prayer in this season. And then the next slide. Peace. So whilst we're on the island, we're not fond of thinking of Christmas in August, but we did because we bought this five-piece nativity set that now sits on a shelf above our fireplace. And for the last two weeks since we put the decorations up, peace has been staring at me. And then we go to the next slide. And uh, outside of our commitment to Arena Church, one of the charities that we support is Tear Fund, the Evangelical Alliance Relief Fund. It's an amazing Christian humanitarian charity that has its reach and feelers across the nations of the earth. And every day during um, Advent, right up till yesterday, 24 days, they've sent a nation out. And guess what they asked us to pray for? Peace. Haiti, there's just 10 of them. There's more. Democratic Republic of Congo, Burundi, Lebanon, Mozambique, South Sudan, Guatemala, Syria, Yemen, Myanmar. And I don't have time to articulate the heart-rending issues behind that call to peace. There's much conflict in the world. There are still too many women and children being treated inappropriately. There's still too much domestic violence. There are still too many warlords that rule lands and operate out of a corrupt way of, of living. And I'd encourage you to think as we go into new, the new year of a nation or two or three nations that the Holy Spirit would lay on your heart and pray for peace. Next slide, please. So we know that in the Hebrew, the word for peace is shalom. It's an expansive greeting and blessing. And of course, it's still used regularly in the Jewish community today. And then in the New Testament, the word is Irene, which stands for complete wholeness, a settled spirit, living life at its best. And here's where I'm going to need some help because I thought, how do I illustrate this in a fun sort of way for a few moments? And I thought, you know, so often we don't have uh, the beautiful peace of God, but it, it gets jumbled up. We don't have unbroken peace because there are a lot of broken pieces around. So I need six volunteers. I need at least two adults. And I'd like you to just come and help me for a few minutes. Anybody coming? Got one there. Christian, die. I would need three more. Ruth, Jonathan, and I need another little one. Anybody else? Yes, there. Next, there we Okay, Christian, if you could come here with Jonathan and this lovely lady and her lovely new trainers. Thank you. And then Di and Ruth. Jeremiah, thank you. She's haircut, it's thrown me. Right, your Marks and Spencers, if you can put those on the table, Christian. And you're the good old co-op. So, uh, so if you can put all the pieces on the table. Eleanor, I need your help as well, please. Yeah, take them out and put them on the table. I need you to come and help me. So can you put four minutes on your clock, please? Because you're the timekeeper. So what we've got is we've got two jigsaw puzzles. And there's 
sorry, we've got 20 jigsaw pieces and we've got four jigsaw uh, pictures of the farmyard. All right. And what you've got to do, you can't do it yet, Christian. You know, what you've got to do when Eleanor, when Eleanor starts is you've got to try and put together in four minutes as many of those pieces as you can, the broken pieces, to try and make the four pictures. And everybody's going to get a prize, but the winning team will get a slightly bigger prize, okay? So, uh, Eleanor, four minutes on the clock, please. Give us a big three, two, one. Everybody ready? Three, two, one, go. Right, now whilst they're doing that, I've got, I thought, I thought, I've got five Christmas cracker jokes for you. And uh, so I'd like you to listen to them. Number one. What do we sing to the snowman on his birthday? Yeah, you were in, yeah, you've got to keep quiet. She was in another meeting. Quiet. You're spoiling it. You didn't hear that. Freeze a jolly good fellow. Thank you. Number two. How do we know a Christmas tree has been brought from British home stores? Anybody, any ideas? Shh. Because all the branches are gone. Number three, why is it getting harder to buy an advent calendar? Who said that? <laughs> and you're right. You weren't in the seniors meeting, so you're... <clears throat> right, number four. Which playwright was terrified of Christmas? Which playwright was terrified of Christmas? No coward. No coward. They're done, right? Just hold it there. And finally, <clears throat> which crisp are Phil Schofield and Holly Willoughby using at their Christmas party this year? Which crisps? Skips. I'm still not laying them off for jumping the queue on that day, okay? Fine. Right, we've got a winner. We've got a winner. We've got a winner. What was the time on that? Right, that bloke on MasterChef, stop! Your time's up. You know. We've got a winner. You can carry on from. I need your help. I need your help. I need you to stay here. Eleanor, I need you as well. Yeah. The broken pieces. If you could hold that one for me, please. And stand there, stand here. Christian, if you could hold that one. And sort of stand there, please. Jonathan. Jonathan, if you could hold that one. Eleanor, there. Actually, I don't need your help. <laughs> so, right, you're going to get a present. The broken pieces. Here's just a few examples of, that's it, that way. Here's just a few examples of what people are carrying this Christmas time that pushes back on peace. I don't have time to talk about fear. Can I just say it may be legitimate sorrow 
The Bible says that Christians grieve, but not as those that don't have any hope. So you may be missing a loved one, even for the first time this Christmas. And it's okay to feel sorrow. But we have a tremendous hope in Jesus Christ that one day we're going to be with them forever. And then pain. It could be physical pain. It could be mental pain. It could be psychological pain. But there's a lot of pain around. And then we've got unforgiveness. And a lot of people, even on Christmas Day, find it hard to forgive others. Anger. Anger. You know, if you've gone wrong in the traffic, in the busy traffic this uh, Christmas time, it doesn't take somebody long to be... I won't tell you what they've done, but you, you get it, you know. And then regrets. You've hit another year. Ugh. And you're regretful. Now, I want to try and get everybody to come really nice and close now. Just hold that for a minute. Um, Christian, if you could just come in here, please. Jonathan. Die. Die. Yeah, I want you to come in real nice and close. Real nice and close. Real nice and close. Even closer, that's it. All the broken pieces. If you'll just turn the paper around, let's see what we get. Somebody said that if we give God all the broken pieces, he'll give us unbroken peace. Let the peace of God rule in your heart. Now, I can't have helpers on Christmas Day without giving them a present. Who won? One, two, three. Josiah, you were amazing. But my gallant runners-up. One, two, sorry, three, sorry. And my wonderful timekeeper. <laughs> Why don't we give them all a clap? Yeah. Sorry, Guy. Two final things to close. The next slide, please, Josh, uh, Chad. So, peace. Here's a message for somebody if you want to preach it sometime. I haven't got time this morning. We can have peace with God. Justified by faith, we have peace with God. And then the peace of God. Jesus says, I will come and give you peace. And then peace for God. Blessed are the peacemakers. If there's always chaos and anger and confrontation and falling out around your life, that is not the fruit of the spirit of peace. Not about being weak or insipid, but we're on about carrying the fruit of peace. Peace with God. I trust that every person here this morning in Jesus Christ and the sacrifice that he made for us will know peace with him. It's amazing. And then the peace of God. And John is speaking there about releasing his disciples into the next phase of the mission. Peace I give with you. And then this coming year, in a world that's often combative, uses social media in inappropriate ways, always wants to score points, always wants to win. May around this room we have people, strong people, that truly are peacemakers. And one final story. Many years ago from this platform, Pastor Eric Hobson was still alive and it was really out of his connection that we're able to uh, invite Pastor John Mosey to this platform. And John 
uh, was an assembly of God pastor for many years. He's now very old. He was quite old then. Uh, a veteran minister. And he told the story of Pan Am Flight 103. 21st of December 1988. He bid his daughter farewell from one of our London airports. The flight, the flight track took them north across Scotland and then to go to across the Atlantic back to the States. She was working there as a young 20-something young woman as a nanny. Been to see her mum and dad. And now going back to work. You know the story. Uh, as the, as the, the, uh, the plane was detonated by a bomb and exploded over Lockerbie. And of course, it's coming to the public imagination again recently because the American authorities have just recently, after 34 years, arrested the person they believe made the bomb. Some of you have had to lose children and for anybody... That's a terrible experience to go through. Imagine John and his wife going through that experience. And yet, with authenticity and sincerity, nothing fake, he was able to say from this platform that he experienced a peace that passes all understanding. Let the peace of God rule in your heart. That word rule originally means to act as an umpire or as an arbiter. In your decision-making this year, in your plans, in your hopes, in your dreams, yes, in your sorrow, in the things that you're working through as you become more and more a devoted follower of Jesus Christ, this Christmas day, may we be reminded that peace reigns.